Welcome, 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 welcome to the doubled up, 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 the doubled up podcast. Welcome to the doubled up podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? I've been better. I've been better, I must admit. Someone poorly? Yes, yes. And not in the same way that everyone else has been. As we said a couple of weeks ago, everyone was ill, but it was like cold. It was like everyone was like cold flu or that type of thing, and I've I skipped all that. I I got past it. Um, instead, it decided to hit me very different way, and yes, I, I have not I have not been not been a well boy. Ah, yes, but I'm, I'm a soldier. So, what, what you're telling, like the way that you said, "Oh, I'm sick," not like not like everyone else. I'm proper sick. Like, are you trying to say that everyone else is faking it? And you're oh no, oh no. I, like, well, I mean, what, what kind of accusations are we making here, mate? If, if I ask my wife or work colleagues, they were all dying, and that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> they were. Um, no, it's just the fact that they, like I say, cold sickness, whereas mine. It's, it's hit, it was a sickness. It, sickness. It's, it's hit my little belly. It's hit in a different way. Yeah, it's hit my little oh, belly instead. Poor Scott. Um, out of nowhere. Um, I'm feeling better today, so it's not. Hopefully, I'll be all right. But oh. yes, well, not fun. As much as you might not be feeling well, Scott, but I have to tell the listeners, you are looking fantastic <laughs> this week because well, what the listeners you. can't see on Zoom is uh, Scott's got a lovely new haircut. His luscious locks have been chopped off, and he's got a little short back and sides thing going on. So. Uh, like new man absolutely a over, new man over this over starting this podcast there's clearly been it's not even an evolution it's just my hair has got shorter and shorter gradually and shorter. over the years because if you think at the beginning i was given the nickname the messiah simply because of my hair length because it looked like jesus because of that's how long it was it was kind of and now it's gone the complete opposite yeah it's um right. yeah that's what happens. Nearly, nearly doing nearly three years of this podcast, your hair's getting gradually shorter. If we're still doing this in ten years' time, you're going to be bald. Yeah. So uh, let, let, let's hope for, for for your sake we don't last that long. <laughs> well, talking about uh, flashbacks to when we first started doing this podcast, Scott, we've actually got a guest uh, uh, this week. I know, I know, hell. listeners, you are going to be absolutely shocked. Can you remember us doing this? Well since... <laughs> no, no. I, I was going to say it's been a little while since I've had to do a little bit of a guest intro. So uh, I'm hoping I don't get lost in the woods here. Um, uh, we talk so much, Scott, about the fact that the UK sneaker culture is driven by these big cities, Manchester, London, Birmingham, things like this. But our guest is trying to fix that narrative, showcasing everything the Southwest has to offer. Uh, they are part of the online sneaker commu- uh, community, the Southwest Crep Collective. You might know them as at Foz is dead on instagram we know our guest is forrest forrest welcome to the podcast mate right, mate how's it going fantastic uh we are like i said over the moon to have you here <laughs> uh no pressure on you but i had a little look on our instagram uh or not on instagram sorry our spotify earlier and it has been nearly a year to the day since we had a new guest on so uh, <laughs> that just I, shows how lazy matt has uh, been for a solid year yeah right <laughs> I, I am don't, the booker. I don't know if that's any pressure on me. I think that's more pressure on you to do it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> uh, we will have some more guests coming up. I can say in the next two, three weeks, we do actually have another guest coming up. So uh, look out for that one. Two in one year, though. I don't know. If, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of effort for me to book these people for us. So I don't know if I could do more than two in a year. We, we, we shall see. But no, yeah, honestly, man. mate, we're so happy to have you on. Thank you very much for taking the time this evening to, to chat to us. We'll dive straight into the questions as we always do with our guests. And we sure. always like to start things off right at the beginning seeing as we're here to talk about sneakers we want to know from you what is your earliest sneaker memory what was that first kind of thing that brought you into the the wonderful world of trainers man i'm gonna seem really old now but like i am really old to be fair but um (laughs) (laughs) like my stepfather growing up like he was always into like he would only ever wear like air max of some variety like um and growing up he always wore like um, tailwinds, not TNs, like tailwinds. Remember the OG okay, tailwinds? Yeah, right, okay. He always wore tailwinds. And I remember, like, I used to, he was, I mean, he was he was an arse. He wasn't a nice guy. But whenever he went around, I'd, I'd, I'd three, four sizes too big for sure, but I'd definitely rock his tailwinds. Like, he's <laughs> like, and I remember, like, they were like the OG, like the greeny, like lime greeny, like colorway, like, oh, they're kind of hard to describe, but yeah, they were tailwinds for sure. And then, after that, it was just a natural progression of like, I skated when I was younger, so a lot of skate shoes. And then I rode BMX and um, got into, do you remember Nike 6? Yeah, yeah. 6.0, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 6.0, loved 6.0s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had the Maverick mid twos and I became obsessed with them. And I just had got every colorway that ever came out, like Maverick mid twos. I had loads of them. And yeah, it just sort of spiraled from them. I'm like, been dipping in and out of the years, though, to be fair, with other commitments. But yeah, my <laughs> earliest memory is that. The, the, the old man's tailwinds robbing him when he wasn't looking. <laughs> I, I feel like just by there's there's some differences there, but I feel like our kind of intro to to trainers is, has such parallels there. Like mine, mine wasn't my dad with Air Maxes, but his was Superstars. Like I remember being a kid yeah. and he had every color of Adidas Superstar that you could possibly imagine. And again, funnily enough, I then started skating and BMXing, and I remember getting my first pair of Nike Six Point Os, and they were like a mid top with the strap, and they were like mostly black but they had like orange on there green on there purple on there yeah. like absolutely loved them but that was I, I was a little bit too young to be buying my own trainers that time that was like single mum like begging for every colorway that came out and it was like no 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 you 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 get one a year and i was like fine i'll just beat this one pair of 6.0s to the ground um oh, man. that's the age difference right there because i was going out and buying them <laughs> <laughs> That's that's making me feel old. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was riding a kid's bike at that age. Come on. I, I got to that stage as well. I got to that stage where all of a sudden you do realise it goes from a kid's wearing a kid's riding a kid's bike in a BMX to all of a sudden you're six foot three riding a bike that really should fit someone that's five foot six. Yeah, um, exactly, man. Yeah, when when your bike's so so small that you can't physically sit down, that's when you probably know your bike's too small for you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so how how did it evolve from there? So you were saying that you then got kind of got into the the, the skate scene and the and the six point O's. I, I scrolling through your Instagram, I can't see that many six point O's on your feed right now, mate. So how did that no, kind of man. evolve with your, your sneaker taste? So I have this love hate release relationship with kicks. So like, I went through. I actually had an old Instagram um, and I deleted it like an idiot in some sort of identity crisis. I don't know. But like I had like a mass. It went basically when I started tattooing, um, I was always into kicks because like 
I was sponsored for skating uh, by a small uh, skate shop, and they used oh, to wow. like chuck chuck me like loads of lacais and DVS. So like uh, I had like boots. Me and my mate, we had boots full of like sample lacais and DVS that we used oh, to wow. get. Oh wow! And they were always eight and a half because that's what the sample sizes were. So we had boxes of and like. I, at that time, I was probably like a nine and a half, so it was a size too small, but I just beat him. I think you make sure. Yeah. So, and it, I remember me and my pal, we had loads of them just lined up and we used to give them away at one point. And then it just kind of evolved from there that like I always wanted to have fresh kicks on. And then I, it was, it was really, it started with like Air Force One mids, like and hip hop. And then that's when, because I've always been into hip hop. And when I started earning decent money, I always wanted some crispy white air force one mids that's all i wanted on my feet it was just like they had to be mint and as soon as they started getting scuffed up i wore them at work and then they got covered in ink had to get a new pair and then that just evolved to a natural progression i guess like and just just went from there like uh, when you're earning money and you have no responsibilities buy shit loads of shoes 100 <laughs> percent. i like how you but were saying yeah, like there with the air force one uh, sorry I, I like how you were saying there about the air force one mids because obviously yeah. mids in, in, in trainers, there's always a little bit of a, a funny subject. Yeah. So are you, are, are you these days pro mid or, 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 or anti mid, or is it just the Air Force mid that you're a fan of? This is the thing I don't understand, right? Like I have a couple of like creps like sat in front of me because naturally we're not, like a new course, yeah, yeah. But it's all mids, right? Jordan 3. That's Basically a mid. A mid. Yep. Mm. It's a mid. Like, so how can you hate on mids? Jordan 3 is a mid. Like, and that's one of my favorite, the fragment ones. But, like, how can you hate on mids? Like, I mean, I think there's certain shoes that look better in mids for sure. Uh, I don't, the whole Jordan one mid hating thing, like, I don't see why it matters, like, especially with the, the sort of fashion these days when people are wearing massive, like, carpenter jeans and cargos. Yeah. You're covering the shoe anyway. What does it matter? Yeah. And some of the mid colorways are banging. Yeah. They're absolutely I, banging. I think that's the thing like, with mids. Like, in some shoes in particular like the design does change on the shoe so if you think of like an air force all of a sudden you know you have the straps on and stuff like this it it changes Mm -hmm. and people go i'm not sure like jordan mids i mean the only problem i've got with mids now is the quality is just not the same as 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 a as a high or even a low because they put a lot of effort into the lows and the highs whereas the mids they used to be there was a, a few years ago like 2018 2019 the mids were their colorways and everything on them were mm. better than anything else they were producing, but the quality of them was still shit. But now, like I say, they kind of fall into that weird middle ground of like not as good as a high. But I, you know what? The more I wear my highs, I'm thinking like actually I might prefer a low or a mid. But it's just the quality of them is just nowhere near the same, and the effort they put into them is yeah not there. You know, I think that's Nike with like knowing obviously they're not daft they see the way that the you know um popularity in certain silhouettes work so they mass produce and throw them out in all mm. different colorways but do you not think that's something to do with them seeing mids are kind of round upon so they're like fuck it we'll just chuck them out as like a mid-level like you know 110 see, 120 100 quid shoe like, i would agree with that but i've also seen the shoes that they do put effort and do try and push and they're way worse than a mid <laughs> so <laughs> yeah fair fair <laughs> that's a fair point some of the quality control at night wow oh, but yeah um well, we definitely segued off there, but yeah, like um, that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to we're here to segue off of segues off of segues. It's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> All, right. Um, All right, cool. Going back a little bit, you were saying there, obviously, skate shoes. Like I said, we've already spoken there about the Nike Six Point and things like this. Yeah. Um, 
what do you think now with the kind of the current fashion you were saying there about like everyone's wearing big carpenter jeans and things like this obviously the skate shoe has come back in full force and it's not just sbs because of course sb dunks have been around for a little bit we're seeing like adimatics and all of this stuff like what do you think about the the kind of fat skate shoe trend at the minute dude i am so annoyed because i called this (laughs) like i I can't remember i I think it was maybe last year or something i can't remember what it was um, it's my best pal, Boz. Um, he's in the collective as well. And I was, I was saying, man, like skate shoes are going to make a comeback. Like big chunky shoes are going to be making a comeback. And I said to him, I wouldn't even be surprised if you see a company like Osiris or, DV, or DVS or Etnies or DC even make a bit of a comeback if they nail a nice silhouette and a nice mm. colorway. Like because, like one of my grails, and this is going to sound daft, and I'll never get it because it's impossible. Is the Under Armour ASAP Rocky uh, or they're basically a Cyrus D freeze mm. in the school school black? They stood they shit. Come on, but <laughs> I just the, I think it was the exclusivity of him and the way right. they dropped and the way they were and it's ASAP's like my favorite of all time and like yeah for me it was just like they're just an absolute grail of mine. Um, but they're like a really unobtainable grail. You never even see them for sale in this country. Yeah, you say that though, but like um, I mean, you say ASAP. I see this coming up, not so much now, but like end of last year, people were calling it a lot. Basically, like picturing ASAP Rocky style from like a couple of years back, and then Travis's, yeah. and basically how Travis has yeah. essentially just mimicked ASAP. ASAP was just on it way yeah, before, man. and like I say, he's, the shoes he's way before it all. I the remember time. when those shoes dropped, and I was there like, nah. Now they dropped, and I'd be like, nah, I can see that. But the fits that you had them with, like in, I can't remember what video it was. Um, might have been Praise the Lord video. I don't know what video it was. But he had them in that. And he had these baggy carpenter jeans, a flannel shirt, plain tee, chains out. I'm just like, he's way ahead. Like, that is literally mm. this year's, like, fit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, I see it all the time. And I, I'm here for it because I like it. I like chunky shoes. Like, I picked up some really underrated Puma 180s. Yeah. So chunky, okay. so comfortable, really rad. In the sale, grab them. They're cheap as chips, and they are—they nail that aesthetic like amazingly. Like you want chunky shoes and some carpenter jeans, and you want to spend under hundred quid Puma one eighties all day. Yeah, well, they, yeah. I sick. think I think brands are really taking notice. Like I said, Adidas bringing back like old two thousand models in, the in their kind of skate shoes. They've remodeled yeah, the I'll... campus to make it a bigger, yeah, chunkier shoe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and as well as that, I mean, a few weeks ago we were talking about the um, uh, the Reebok Club C that that Beams did, where it was the the Reebok Club C bulk, and all they've done is taken the Club C, but basically just added extra padding in and made it a fat tongue. And you've got like oh, yeah. the the the, um, the the Vans new school that they've had recently, where it's basically just an old school, but they've just pumped up the tongue. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's here, it's here to stay for a little bit. I don't know how long it's yeah, going to yeah. stay for. But um, it's definitely... I've just dived onto the Puma website and had a cheeky little Google of a 180 and they've got a brown and sale corduroy pair and they look very, very nice. They're so sick. They're really sick. I've got a pair. I picked them up in the sale at size for like 80... I've been watching them for a while and I was like, "Mm, I might... I think they're like 120 maybe. I can't remember what they were. These are 90 full price. Like that's 90 quid at retail. So so I was like watching them thinking they're going to dip into the sale. Usually hand is the place where they dip in a sale for like pennies. Yeah. They're the biggest like <laughs> like sale bangers. Hannon is the way to go for oh, sale. Yes. And then I seen them on like size for like sixty quid. I was like, oh, I'm gonna grab a pair. And honestly, I'm so gassed. But they're like 
they're so sick. I pick them up all the time to rock them. Like they're really cool, and the colorways are banging. Yeah. Humor is so good. underrated, anyway. I think like it really is mm. an underrated brand. And I think we were kind of having a little bit of a chat very briefly before hitting record, and you were saying that at the minute, a lot of the shoes that you're picking up, you're trying new brands, new silhouettes, and things yeah. like this. Like now, Definitely. more than ever, we've been saying it for weeks. Like now, people are really going full force at that because people aren't getting sucked into the hype, I think, as much. Like, there aren't as many mega, ultra, unattainable shoes at the minute. Um, So people are using their money to kind of explore other things that maybe they wouldn't necessarily explore. I mean, going back to what we were saying, like I said, before we hit record, what are some of those shoes and silhouettes and models that you've been exploring a little bit in recent years that Um, you might not have before? Well, I've seen I picked up some Bapesers recently, and, like, I picked up the Jound ones because they are... Beautiful shoe. Yeah, they're so clean. The materials are banging, um, and they're just like. I mean, I know they're 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 basically an Air Force One bootleg. I get that. Um, a funny story. Uh, I actually wore them for one of the first times in uh, Exeter the other day, and I heard some kids behind me like mugging me off, like I was wearing some sort of fake Air Force One, like some sort of like H and M version. And I really wanted to turn around, just clobber him in the mouth, and just tell him. School the boy, you know, some youth behind me giving me the big shit. I was like, nah, come on. But I can't do that, obviously. Turn around and be like, look, these cost three times the price of your fucking Air Force Ones. Like, shut up, yeah. Yeah, like proper, like, you know, some little 12-year-old white boy in a McKenzie tracksuit kissing his teeth at me and that. I'm just like, oh, man, sort it out. I just don't want to be here right now. Just (laughs) But yeah, Bapesters are sick. Um, I've always been a fan of Air Force Ones. I've had like Carhartt ones and obviously the mids. Like, if you're going to get a white Air Force One, get a mid. Don't be a loser. Just get a mid. Because <laughs> um, lows are just for 12 year old girls that blast ketamine on a weekend. But um, the, the triple white ones, anyway, the triple white ones. Right. But like, yeah. I like a lot of them. Like, the Ambush Air Force Ones are really, really sick. Um, yeah, there's been some dope collabs of Air Force Ones. So I was like, Bapester, why not go for it? Like, something different. I know it is the same silhouette, and I'm kidding myself, but it's just a different brand. And it, it shows. It's really good quality in, like, the box and everything better. it comes with. And, like, I think they, they, they do, just do a bit. Yeah. Like, if you look at some of the pairs that have been coming out and, like, the colorways and everything they've been doing on them, like, it, they are better. They, they're just, yes, they yeah. are more expensive, but... You know, sure. actually, um, you get what you pay for. They're, yeah, they're definitely. They just they look more interesting. Like just yeah. right yeah, sure. we, before you even kind of even pick them up and look at them. Like just from a distance, they just look better. They just look different. And I think if you're a sneakerhead, especially, or if you know a little bit about them, if you see somebody who vapes this, you're instantly like, ah, you know, yeah, you yeah. know that you know, you know they went out of the way to pop them and they're cool. Like you see somebody in some Air Force Ones and he, he could be anyone. You know, yeah. like they're everywhere. There's nothing really that special about them anymore, unless you're getting like a collab, like an ambush or a paha, like oh, something like that. A sick collab. Um, you mentioned there walking through Exeter um, and uh, kids uh, taking the piss out of your your babes. I was saying before, again, before we hit records, um, your tattoo shops based in Torquay, and I've yeah, got yeah. family down in Torquay, so I spend a lot of time down in Torquay. Um, I said in the intro, obviously, we'll talk a little bit about Crep Collective in a minute, but for you guys as Crep Collective, the whole idea is that you're trying to represent part of sneaker culture that isn't in these big cities. Being yeah. someone from the likes of Torquay, how would you describe the trainer or sneaker culture in somewhere like Devon, like Exeter Way, Torquay Way, that type yeah. of place? Um, 
dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, waiting I, I for think, that. It was such a loaded uh, question. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that, like, the thing is, right, if you're out and about in Devon, like, you're out and about next, you have, like, Plymouth. Um, it's really about it. Um, <laughs> if you're anywhere and you see, like, um, me, and, uh, me and Harrison, uh, another pal that's been a collective, was um, we down the arts become our local, I guess. And we was like, oh, some guy in a wave run, in wave runners. And we was like, oh shit, somebody's out in wave runners. Like, <laughs> it's like a big thing, you know. You see somebody wearing some decent kicks, and you're like, oh shit, like look out, you know. Whereas in the city, I'm 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 originally from the city. Like, I'm from up north, like from quite a big city. Um, but yeah, like it's so fashion's like so behind down I mean, here. I mean, Exit is not bad for it, but I think that's because it's it's quite um. There's exit units, there's a lot of students and stuff, so they tend to sort of like dress well, but like, you don't really see anything. Like... My point is, you, you see it, you notice it if somebody's wet, and it shouldn't 100%. be like that. Like, if you're walking around London or Manchester or Birmingham, you're just gonna see you're gonna bump into it, you don't have to look for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can sit there with a you know, film people and, and, and spot kicks. Whereas if you've done one of those sneaker spotting videos in Exeter or Plymouth down here, you could sat there for six weeks, you'd look like a beggar. <laughs> people would start throwing change at you and you're like mate I'm just trying to spot some concords or something you know what I mean like throwing fivers at you younger no well I am <laughs> but yeah no it's like so yeah it's pretty dead down here man but that's like where we started but we started because it originally came from um, I don't know if you guys know the Urban Syndicate like yep. yeah like some of those guys are sound like you know what, uh, made some sort of I don't know affiliation is the right word but so we started trying to go for them and sort of branch out and like build a little Southwest community within their community. And it just, to me, it didn't really make sense. Like, um, cause it's just like everything that they do is very like London based. It's Manchester based. I know like James is like from Manchester or something like that, but they're all like city based, like out of our reach. It's, it didn't want to just be sort of try to build something where it's like, Oh, there's a meet, but it's in Manchester or it's in Birmingham. And it's like a mission. So it's like, you know what, let's do our own thing. Like Southwest big enough. You know, yeah. we've got Bristol downwards. It's, it's it's a big place. There's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. You know, and Bristol's Bristol's got it's all right. It's decent for like you know streetwear and fashion and stuff like that. So like, um, so it's like let's just start that. Let's just do that and like just build some up to the southwest. And it it's it's going all right. We've got a few people now. We've got a few members. We've got the Instagram popped off. So mm. yeah, we're getting noticed, which is cool. Like, and that's all we we try. We're not trying to. You know, we're not going to start selling you socks or telling you to join discords or none of that shit. We don't really care about that. It's just a case of we're going to put up a post and have a meet every couple of months and the more the merrier. We're going to eat some good food, take some photos and chat some shit. Mm. Cause that's, that's literally all, you know, all it's about, really. Because um, the Southwest is missing it. So that's what yeah. we're I think 100% of it. Scott's, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm based in London anyway. So for me, I'm on the doorstep of, of everything here. I'm, yeah, I'm very lucky in that instance. But obviously, Scott, you're not too far away from Bristol. And you're constantly, whenever there's these kind of posts from all of these big brands and all of these big groups and things like this, and say, oh, let's meet in London. Let's do this. Let's do that. You're always constantly saying about why isn't why aren't these places going elsewhere um yeah. and obviously like i said scott you're almost being near bristol you're almost in almost the, the busier end of that part of the country yeah, yeah. right like i said as you start traveling further down towards more of the southwest all of a sudden it is missing i think what you guys are doing is fantastic because as much as the uk is small it's also big in this at the same time like we, we yeah. live in a country it's not like the us where like 
we, we, we've got friends over in the US and things like this and the the concept of them driving two hours to see a mate for a couple of hours is not foreign yeah, for them yeah. whereas here it's like oh god I've got to hop on a three-hour train to go and like see some friends that's quite a, that's quite a, an effort here mm. in, yeah, in this country whereas if you have people that are in a kind of local area why not celebrate that and why not kind of bring that community together so i think what you guys are doing is is really really good in that sense yeah man i appreciate it but i mean another thing for us was like um it's really hard to cop something you want these days as well so i think like having like because i mean like say you're london so if you don't really cop online raffles you can go try get a store you can queue up mm. queue up but you know what i mean like you can there's there's ways like you know offspring you can collection only so if you win a raffle you've got to go collect the end that's not happening. I think with, with what we're doing as well, it's like we've got a little group, you know, like it's only just an Instagram chat, you know, but like if somebody wants to go for a shoe and nobody else is in it, we'll all just enter. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're, all, you're multiplying chances of coughing and we're helping each other out and like, you know, and I think that, I think that's what we need. We need a bit of a community, like, like especially down here. Um, and I think the Southwest likes that and that's, that's ultimately what we'll try to do is just build a little bit of a community just to hang out with every now and then have a laugh. Yeah. And I, I wanted to ask kind of what's the plan for you guys um, kind of moving forward. I think you've already kind of alluded to that, the idea of like, just just keep keep keeping it lighthearted, talk shoes, uh, help each other out, have meetups. Yeah, of course we want to expand. But like, I don't think there's a, a I don't think there'll be a point where we expand to anything massive or big. Like you see some of these Insta pages where there are thousands and thousands of followers and they've got people like all over. Um, they're getting invited to events. We're not going to be anything like that and i don't think we have those sort of aspirations really we just sort of you know even if it ends up being 20 of us and we're like do you know what let's all muck in together and rent out a villa <laughs> and let's yeah. have a blowout for a few days like if it can get to a point where we could do that that would be great but it's never going to be anything other than like we our little thing like when we meet up is called an eat and meet mm, like yeah. we just literally it's never anything going to be more than that like just we're going to go for good food we're going to have a laugh maybe chat about kick probably not we're going to take yeah. some photos, say, what you got? Oh, that's it. Yeah, cool. But how's your missus? Like, how's the dog? Like, I'm just going to make friends, man. And just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just have a laugh. We're also there for each other as well, you know, which is really good because you become friends and you expand in that group and you bond over something like, you know, a hundred quid piece of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's mad, but like you, you end up finding yourself being there for each other. Like, you, yeah. People reach out to you. You're right. You've been quiet in the group. Everything cool. Like, and that's nice. You know, mm, it's nice to yeah. have that. And we and, never really want any more than that. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And that, to be fair, that's what the, the, the good thing about any of these meetups ends up being, right? Like, I think about a Crep City, for example. Like, Crep City, realistically, no one goes to Crep City for Crep City. People yeah, use yeah, Crep. Yeah. People use Crep City as an excuse to do exactly what you've described. Like yeah, yeah. eating meat. That's all it is. If I ever go to Crep City now in London, I'm seeing a select few of people that have maybe travelled from just on the outskirts in, and all we're doing is a once round lap of the table, see the same shoes on 18 different tables, see one, <laughs> yeah. see one, see one thing that's different, and go, oh, that's quite cool. And then what happens? You end up finding a table, all grabbing some food, having drinks, having a catch up. Um, and that's really what, what we want. Um, these events, obviously, yeah. there's always going to be people that want the events for the events. But nine times out of ten, these events are just a catalyst for 
a meet and greet. Mm. That's all it is. Um, yeah, and the fact and that that's you guys are cre- the, every month. yeah, exactly. The fact that you're creating that on a regular basis as well. Um, is that you say that on a monthly like you you do that every month? Is it started to become well, I, consistent? There's obviously going to be some months where you miss it, but have you started to like really see a consistent group of people getting together and creating yeah, that type of community? Yeah, I think it was in this, initially like I think it was supposed to be like monthly, but I think we kind of decided amongst us that that was maybe too much pressure. You know, a lot of the guys have families and stuff like that. Yeah, like I myself had a daughter and. Um, yeah, so like I think it became sort of like a bi-monthly thing. Like the next yeah. one is actually going to be at my shop. We just we we'll oh, bring it close to home. We'll do it chilled. We're just going to put some tunes on, order some pizzas. I'll clear the shop out and just put some. You know, we're all just going to hang out there and chat shit and just have some food and listen to tunes, like you know, and um, you know, and yeah, I think the bi-monthly is what we sort of aim for. But yeah. what we do is we always try and move around as well because like there's a few of us based in the bay views in Plymouth like you know and if we get people from like Exeter or Bristol we, we try and move around like between so it's, mm. so the, you're not always doing all the travelling do you know what I mean like the yeah. last one was in Plymouth so half of the gang it was on their doorstep you know so yeah that's what we're trying to do anyway but like yeah I think bi-monthly and it's just just a catch up and the consistency like you say yeah it, it started with five of us yeah yeah five of us it started with five of us I'd say consistently 10, 12 now. Um, yeah, just, but that's like guaranteed. Like, because what we do is once you come to a meet, we add you to a group chat. Yeah. So, like, I like that. You know, you never miss anything. Like, you can mute it if you want because I would. <laughs> <laughs> because some of the, the shit that people talk, because I mean, like, you, you can't put that many people in a room and expect them to have all the same views or care about the same shit. But, like, yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to have a rant or blab about something, just mute it. You don't have to respond to it. Nobody cares. Like, nobody yeah. can take it personally. You know, one of one of our guys, Taylor, he's like he's like a ghost. Like you see his name, like he's seen it every time, but he, he never replies or responds. But he yeah, doesn't yeah. need to. Like he's he's the observer. Um, <laughs> I like it. But yeah, once you've been to a meet, we add you to the group, and then that's it. You just keep up with affairs, and you know what's going on, and you can have an input. Even you know that's the point. Yeah. Have an input. Like make a suggestion. Why don't we meet here? Why don't we go there? Why don't we do this? Like why not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, I like the fact nobody's gatekeeping it. You know that's yeah. the point. I like the fact that you said that the next meetup is going to be at your shop. Is there going to be some sort of like person that turns up in the worst shoes, gets a tattoo or something like that? Like... No, oh, definitely not. <laughs> nah, because I've already got enough tattoos and I, I will definitely tell. Some of the guys have got some heat, man. Like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, I'm all right. Yeah, I'll just turn up in some beaten up dunks. Like, shit, I forgot what day it was. I like how straight away it was like, right, whoever turns up in the worst shoes is getting a tattoo. And you're like, I can't risk that. I can't risk that. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 like it's strictly no tattooing that well do you know what i say that but somebody will. somebody will. it won't be by me i'll just be like yeah there you go guys i'll set you up and you can scribble on each other some dumb shit will happen i'm sure um but luckily there's no alcohol involved so hey, there we go dumb. there we go well in that case keep, keep an eye out on the uh, southwest Crook collective instagram page to see some dodgy tattoos next month um <laughs> <laughs> with that though probably should probably say if there is anyone listening that is in the southwest area that is crying out for um a kind of a, a sneaker community nearby like i said if you're in a similar situation where you're seeing events all over the country apart from where you guys are definitely make sure that you go and follow uh the crep collective on instagram um and and, and just get involved um because like I, I know you said that you guys have uh, a select few group of people that, that turn up to these events but obviously like you said before your instagram is getting bigger and bigger um so even if it's just people getting involved that way um i'm sure yeah. the more the I mean, and not just that just turn up like just yeah. just just turn up like we're gonna know it's you because like 
especially yeah. down here. Like if you look at your feet, I'm like, yeah, you're it. It's yours. Like just turn up. Like yeah. bring your mate. Like bring your missus. Like whatever your kid. Some of us bring our kids along. Sometimes you know we get the little ones involved. Like whatever, yeah. just turn up. Like you just keep an eye on it, Instagram. You see a mate, it's near you. Come along. Come say there hi. Get involved. You know, like we're not gatekeeping this shit. Like it's for everyone, and we want to we want to expand and, and have sound people that's, that's yeah. all we ask is that you're not a dickhead <laughs> I, th- I think as far as yeah as far as group rules go that's a pretty Standard. decent group rule isn't it? Yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah. literally life though isn't it? you can do what you want just don't be a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that should definitely be like in the bible or something like that but, absolutely uh, <laughs> I like as well how you're basically like anyone in the Southwest that's like basically wearing a Jordan or an Air Max or something like that. It's kind of like the uh, the Toy Story meme where it's like, one of us. Like, yeah, exactly you can come like in. That. You can come in. You're wearing it's something exactly other than a Panda like Dunk. You can come in. Yeah. Did you, did you ever do this game when you was a kid, like with the yellow car and you'd punch your brother or your mate or whatever? So yeah. It's yes. kind of, we should start doing that because it's, it happens that often. Like, you'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, it's like some Jordan 4. <laughs> well, not Jordan 4s, maybe. But they're getting a bit popular, do you know what I mean? But, um, oh, yeah, anything other than a one or a four, anyway. Some <laughs> black cats, we see them everywhere on the roads. Oh, dear. But yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you see something, oh my god, it's cool, but it's nice. We're working on it, we're working on it. It's a work in progress, man. Well, I think we would, uh, 100%. If we're down, if, if there's something Bristol way, we'll come and say hi because I know I can, I can use two birds, one stone, I can see. Uh, this guy and his fresh new haircut. Plus, we can come and see some other people. So, whenever, oh, whenever you travel a little bit more this way, we'll be there. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> how ironic me saying like, if you get closer to London, I'll come. Uh, bearing yeah. in mind, the whole thing is we keep it at Southwest. But I- I'll travel yeah. a little bit. I'll meet you halfway. <laughs> yes, there we the go. I'll meet you halfway, and I might make an appearance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you're in in Torquay next time I go and see uh, girlfriend's family I'll be there I'll just make sure we line yeah, it up yeah. right? ne- next time there's a meeting in Torquay I'll go and see the family sorry guys I'm out tonight I'm going to go see Matt, some friends Matt can be the one that gets yeah, the shit too hey, it wouldn't surprise yes. me I would be the person that would say yes as well that's the thing <laughs> I would be that that's person that's been my problem mate you should see some of the shit that I have Jesus Christ <laughs> oh dear I think anyone with tattoos eventually gets to that point where you're like oh really yeah I've, I've definitely got one or two of those Definitely got yeah. one or two of those. Uh, anyways, right, before we get down the rabbit hole of tattoos, we should probably move on to our first main segment of the episode, and that is Shoes Round. Every single week, we spend a little bit of time looking back at some of the biggest news stories that have happened in the wonderful world of footwear and give our thoughts and opinions. This week, it is me taking Shoes Round. So without further ado, I'll pass over to me for Shoes Round. Realise there, Forrest, that I didn't tell you in our little uh, intro that we have uh, a little silence where I bob my head and do a little dance. So you probably looked at me like a weirdo there. But this is Shoes Round. You've been taken out of the Doubled Up podcast studio and you've been taken into the Shoes Round studio. I hope you like it. The lighting's a little bit different, but that's about it. Um, There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, We've got less of a news story this week for Shoes Round and more of almost like a bit of a conversation piece because I was doing a little bit of Googling as I normally do to try and find the headline and I stumbled across an article from Footwear News that uh, is titled Searches for Adidas Samba Skyrocket as TikTok Fashion Influence and Celebrities Embrace the Trend. Now, Scott, we've been saying for 
months and months and months and months and months how we've been absolutely loving the uh, boom in popularity when it comes to terrace shoes, right? Obviously, the Samba has been the one biggie that has picked up. We've started to see more of the Special picking up and things like this. But in general, seeing as our backgrounds, our history is more Adidas, it's always good to see uh, Adidas in a positive light in comparison to how it has been the last few years where it really hasn't been in a positive light at all. But this uh, particular article is very, very interesting because it shows the increases in sales and searches and things like this from a variety of different places. Uh, the article, it says, says uh, uh, quotes that Depop um, has seen a uh, growth of 1,325% year over year um, when it comes to searches for Samba. Um, there are also... Uh, statistics there where on TikTok hashtag Adidas Samba has over 450 million views which I'm sure has gone up recently um, and there's also uh, some stats here from Laced online marketplace that has said um, that last year the company said its platform went from not selling a single pair of Adidas Samba during the first seven months of 2022 to selling hundreds during the same period in 2023 there's been a 2,638% uptick in sales on laced when you see some of those stats it's absolutely fucking mental especially That's when mad. you say lace say not selling a single pair of sambas in the first seven months of last year to now going up 2638 percent um, this just shows that TikTok should be banned because it has far more power than anything ever should. Um, <laughs> Scott, I already know your thoughts on the Samba trend. Forrest, do, do, do these stats surprise you? Do you like the Samba trend? What are your thoughts at the minute on this new Terrace trend? Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. No, You're not a I fan. Don't. No, nah, I don't. I just don't. I don't. I'm not with it, man. I'm not with it. Like. I think that like some of the sambas are clean, like, yeah. and I think that like you should maybe have like, like just a clean like white and black colorway, just something yeah. simple and classic. Like I get that, I get that, but I just can't get, I just can't, nah. Something, it's the narrowness. It's I was how gonna narrow say. they are. It's it's the, it's just nothing about them where I just don't think there's any substance to the shoe, and I just don't see the. Like, I see the image if you're, like, you know, if you're from Manchester and you're, like, massive, in, you know, you like love stone roses, you love Oasis, <laughs> you're wearing pretty green and some, like, I get that. And I get that, like, that fit, that look, that influence. I get where it comes from. But when it's, like, mainstream and it's being, like, just thrown down your throat, like, TikTok and it's just, like, every other sort of, like, influencer on TikTok's, like, rocking them now and it's just put, I don't know, I don't know about it. I can't get with it, man. Yeah. I really can't get I mean, it. Apart from the Kiff ones, Kind of the ones, the Kif ones. Mm. The Kif ones are nice. The Kif ones are nice. To be fair, as soon as you said that about the narrowness, really doesn't surprise me. Bearing in mind we just had however long of a conversation about the fact that you like big chunky shoes and carpenter pants. Yeah. All of a sudden going into uh, probably more slim fitting jeans and uh, Fred Perry polos and uh, sambas. I feel like that's a little bit of a culture clash to be perfectly honest. I think it, it so, has a place. Yeah, yeah of I course. Think it really has a place in streetwear and I think it really has a place like in sort of like our society i think it has a massive place like the whole terrace sort of like fits and like i've got a stony jacket and stuff like that like i do understand it and i get it and i 
I see where it has a massive place and it looks sick. Like some of the fits look amazing, but I just, it's not for me mm. like and... at all. Like it's like, I respect it. I appreciate it. And I just think, I think mainstream is good for the brand and it's good for people that are into them. But also at the same time, it may, it's going to make it difficult for people like yourselves that are in it like, to cop because now it's just, you do kind of want to gatekeep yeah. it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like now it's just like, the twelve-year-old girls that used to blast Kate in their Air Force Ones now want some samples. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The one thing I've, I've the one thing I find, um, I kind of, I don't know if I like it or dislike it about the the trend at the minute because obviously, Sambas and Terra shoes blew up on its own, right? And it just yeah, replaced it just a bl- a replaced your Air Force Ones and your Dunks and things like this. All of a sudden, people were wearing that. I'm seeing now and now more online that people are pairing sambas with like old school footy shirts. And that's the thing that I don't know whether I like it or not. I don't know whether that's like the, the culture paying respect to the heritage of the samba no, or whether they're both good. booming at the same time. Cause now or all they just I'm... seen a photo of Hector Bellerin and went with it. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because honestly, I, I, no... inspiration that is. I noticed it today. I am getting so many for someone that doesn't wear football shirts all i see on instagram at the minute are sponsored ads for buythisfootballshirt.com or like you know like the retro football shirts like you do a subscription for a box you pay 40 quid a month and you get a new shirt every single month all all i'm seeing is those on social media and it's like the terrace scene and i don't know scott you probably started this because you spoke about football shirts last week and i googled it for the podcast and now all of a sudden all i see is football shirt ads this is probably your fault <laughs> mr sat there wearing a football shirt but um yeah honestly i'm a basket I'm, I'm a basketball fan anything that looks like a, a football shirt is a football shirt to me mate i'm sorry it looks like a, it looks like a snot rag to me if it's a Liverpool shirt no it's the thing is right I will. I'll put this oh, up not, there. It's not. It's not. It looks like it is, but it's not. It does look like it. it is there a dinosaur? Uh, so on that? It, my my old um, university team, the captain was a Liverpool fan, but basically the rest of the squad were Man United fans. So he deliberately changed the club crest to a Liverpool badge, inspired. What an So <laughs> that the rest of us would be wearing it, and yes, we thought well, the hang same. On a so hang on a minute. So everyone else is buying two thousands PSG shirts, and you thought your equivalent of a retro football shirt is wearing a uni club shirt. I don't wear it out the house. I don't, I don't wear it out the house at all. He hasn't been out the house for two days. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Sorry, you sorry. Can tell sorry Okay, sorry. Uh, Scott, what do you think about this? Does this ad, oh, ad sorry, this uh, article surprise you in any way? What are your general thoughts? Not really. I mean. It doesn't surprise me at all. Like people jump on these trends like mad. Like I said, we've seen it with Panda Dunks. We've seen it with everything. Like it, people just go for it. I mean, it's kind of funny because there was a time when if you were walking around in like a, a retro football shirt and a pair of sambas, you were deemed as like a hipster and no one wanted to be like it. And now it's like everybody is dressing in that way. Everyone's got their fucking tote bags, bags and fisherman beanies and retro football hey, shirts. And... Right, hang on a minute. We don't need to turn this into shots of me. <laughs> but it is like it that that's just the style now and like say tiktok something goes on tiktok like i mean let me guess has hannah asked for a pair of these 
No, she hasn't actually. I, no, I, she's, I give it a couple um, of weeks. <laughs> what? No, no, no. She, she's not in the sandwich. Oh, she's shots in... coming your way, Matt. Yeah, no, there honestly yes. there are. No, Hannah, Hannah has the... bought some shit from TikTok. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, honestly, honestly, this is the same girl TikTok that sweets, uh, like, treadmills. Honestly, a couple <laughs> a, a couple of weeks ago, she was like, right, I'm I'm in the office today. Can you make sure you get my package because I've bought some dry um some dry ice sweets. You know how like when you go into space and they like dry ice the food. So doesn't go bad she was like yeah. I've, I've 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 spent 15 pounds on some dry ice sweets so <laughs> i mean yeah it's it, this isn't shots fired from scott this is the, the this potential is the truth. truth yeah, <laughs> yeah. Potential she, she hasn't it's just the truth. no it is the truth she hasn't gone down the samba trend she's gone down the mesh runner trend so it's don't right. get me wrong she's still influenced by the internet but she's loving like w- like big mesh new balance at the minute so that's a whole new story that kind of some people i mean forest i mean the way that you're probably more accepting of a, a new balance than a, a samba by the looks of things yeah absolutely i back a new balance for sure <laughs> yeah definitely Especially there we runners. go. I love runners. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I think these Adidas, I, I like, I think it's for me, like, I love Adidas, like the brands, and kind of, I've loved Sambas for ages being kind of, yeah, growing up in football and that kind of culture. So for me, yeah, I like seeing it. I, I like I say, I don't, I prefer seeing a Samba over a Panda Dunk. I'll give it that. But it is, yeah. they, I, I am seeing it a lot. And this is the problem. It's just the saturation of it. And Adidas, don't do things in half measures. If they get a trend, no. they go everything. And I've seen about twenty different colorways of a samba released in like the last week. Whereas at least with yeah, the panda, Pharrell's already dropped some money. Yeah, at yeah, least with the panda, just Pharrell. <laughs> like at least with the panda, they like they released it. And yes, they kept like restocking, but it became like limited. And they people, let it simmer. Like, whereas Adidas, they'd never do that. They just go all balls to the wall. Like, oh, we've got something popular. Make loads of them now. And that's exactly what they've <laughs> yeah. done. Um, the colorways are lovely. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're beautiful. And I think like even the gazelles and stuff, they've done really nice colorways. And, you know, if that's your style, brilliant. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me. The numbers are, are mad, but it shows just how people didn't really think or how poorly adidas had done in the past few years and how little people cared about them to see that boom like even if nike had a really popular shoe now that was way more popular than anything you wouldn't wouldn't be two thousand percent increase no you Um, wouldn't see two thousand percent increase so yeah the numbers are quite surprising but i'm not surprised that it has increased by a lot because yeah it's a nice easy to wear like i say having a white and black shoe whether it be a samba superstar whatever it might be like it's a clean shoe to have there to wear um and yeah i mean i say clean let's be honest like say all the kids that are wearing them are absolutely beating them into the ground um but yeah i do think that what you've said there about adidas is borderline smart and borderline at their detriment because what we don't want is previous guests of uh, of the podcast and obviously my co-host on uh, hoops and rec mark coined the phrase on this podcast don't nmd it when obviously adidas completely overdid the nmd and um uh, ended up being really a, a kind of hated shoe because of how much they overdid it the last thing you want is for us to be going on this coming on this podcast in six months time and saying oh they've sambered it um, but I do think there's something about the fact that when Adidas hooks someone on a trend, naturally all you want to do is buy more of that. 
And the fact that you can go straight onto the Adidas website and buy seven different colors of Samba, you can't do that a lot of the time in Nike product. Think about the dunk hype. You at least had to kind of maybe wait a couple of months before the next, say, SB Dunk came out. So if you were mad into SB Dunks, you had to wait a little bit for the next one to come out. It did simmer a little bit. Although all you saw online was, say, SB Dunks, you still had to wait. Now, if I had the disposable income and I said, oh, I like Sambas now, I could buy 20 pairs. And they're just sat there, ready to go. Um, I mean, New Balance do that to a degree as well, though. With, yeah, like, oh, especially they with their runners, like two thousand QRs and things like that, when they were really popular. Jesus. Like you could go on their website and you could pull at least like three or four nice colorways. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, like decent GRs, like you know, um, they, they New Balance. The only really exclusive ones, like when you're getting like nine nineties and nine hundred threes and stuff like that, they become a bit more hype. But like, yeah, like. I think New Balance, New Balance have a nice. I mean, pardon the pun, but they have a nice balance when they do these releases, though. Because I think, like, if you think of like the three two seven, if you think of the two thousand two R, even with like the nineteen oh six, initially, yes, there's quite a few, but they're like high end collaborations. They're quite limited, yeah. and then once it's kind they of dropping off gates. a little bit, then they go, they go, have all of them, and like now you go online mm. and you can pick up any. 2002 R, 327, 1906, whatever it might be. For yeah, I mean, protection self. packs, you can pick them up everywhere yeah. now. Uh, don't even get me started on protection packs. Do not get me started on protection packs. <laughs> I said it a couple of There's far too many of them. There's far too many of them. Um, no. I, said it, I said it a few weeks ago. New Balance, I've come to realize since their kind of rise to, to fame over the last few years, obviously they've always been a big company, but it's, it's really since probably 2018, they have boomed over the last five years, right? Yeah. They are the masters of sleight of hand. They will say, look at this shiny thing over here. And the minute we get sick of it, they already have the shiny thing over here to distract you. It's the 2002R to the 1906. It's the 550 to the 650. It's this to that. It's the 992 to the 990 V3 to the 991 to the 998. And they always have the next thing there to go, oh, look at this, before you get sick That's and tired thing, of this thing over here. Adidas, They're geniuses. Yeah, Adidas, like once, Adidas don't do that. Once the Samba starts fizzling a little bit, what is going They're to be fucked. their follow-up whereas <laughs> yeah. i think new balance we i mean like I say following on from that they're, they're good at for doing like I say 2002 r to 1906 1906 to whatever it is the moment eight, 860. eight 860 they're all kind of similar but different but they do kind of just kind of slowly move you on to something else and they have it prepared whereas yeah other brands not so much um no, yeah, new balance no. do it very very well it's because well, they use the same sole tech as well, don't they? When when you go from the two thousand two R to the nine oh six, it's the same sole. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you're not really getting a different feel, you're just getting a different look. So you don't have to try anything new necessarily. It's similar yeah, yeah. but different. It's is it's, yeah, similar it's, it's you could have an you can have a two thousand two R, a nineteen oh six, and an eight sixty and they're all yeah, slight they're, they're well. different enough for you to feel like you've bought three different shoes, but they're also similar enough with the same midsole where you can yeah. kind of go oh, this is familiar. It, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm not buying something completely crazy. It's a new mm. trend. Like I've spent three years buying the same midsole. It's just the upper slightly different but, to match yeah. what I want at the same time. I also think New Balance have a really good, they have such a wide variety of silhouettes to play on. Depending on what the trend yeah. is at the time, they can pull something for pull it. Pull anything out. If they want a, a skateboard shoe or a basketball kind of shoe, they've got like a 550, which can kind of fit into either of them categories. If you want a runner, you know, they've got their retro runners. All of this they can kind of pull out. Whereas with like Nike at the moment, Nike don't really have, or oh, we've got this really big silver wide mesh trend going on, like proper 90s granddad shoes. They haven't got anything that they can pull on for that. New Adidas 
they've got retro runners, but it's a different style of retro runner that again hasn't really hit. So I think Adidas they've got this trend at the moment, and it'll hit, and it'll it's hitting clearly. But once it dies, I think it'll die very quickly as well. Um, and I don't think it will mm. see like with New Balance where they can just kind of gently Here's ride that wave thing. onto the next one and kind of continue it. Adidas, even Nike, I think you know they don't do it anywhere near as good as they yeah. are. And like I say, this trend is good at well, the moment, but when it dies, it will die. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. For 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 now, uh, as much as Forest you might not necessarily be on the Samba hype, but for now, I am more than happy for for to see Sambas on our shelves and any other iteration of Terra shoe. I mean, right now size who have been criminally underrated for their adidas collaborations in the wider sneaker community for years now um are, are kind of getting their flowers and really showcasing now it's a popular trend so but i think with that before we go down too many rabbit holes i feel like that's going to be the, the definitely the theme of this episode it's all about rabbit holes um i say that's the news all right so it is the news. It is the news. I've t- we've taken you back out of the uh, uh, the shoes round studio. Unfortunately, you're back in the normal doubled up podcast studio here for us. Like I said, I know it's it's not as nice, but it'll do. You can make do for a little while longer. Yeah, um, I might sound it. it was the bag over my head that's probably out. Yeah, we don't need that reputation. We don't need that. Re- <laughs> yeah, Scott, edit this bit out. Edit this bit out. Um, well, with that, uh, we'll move into our second main segment of the episode, and that is double up, double down. Every single week, we look forward to some of the upcoming releases. We pick a shoe that we like, a double up, a shoe that we dislike, a double down, and a shoe that we think is going to fall a little bit lost amongst the hype. A sleeper pick, Scott. It is your week for double up, double down this week. So I'll pass over to you for double up, double down. Thank you very much. Yes, we will start on the positives as always. Um, And this is a shoe I think a lot of people are going to be very excited for um, because this silhouette a lot of people have already been saying is their shoe of the year um, with the previous releases. And that is the Nike Mac Attack Social Status Collaboration, the Silver Linings pair, releasing on the 25th of um, August now. At the moment, this raffle is only on Social Status' website. Um, we don't have any other information as to any other kind of releases or draws in the UK. We imagine it probably will appear on end. I was going to say, oh, I want to specify that's day of recording because we always do these bloody episodes and then we go, oh, there's nothing big releasing this week. The minute we finish recording, something big comes up on a raffle. So currently, this is only on the Social Status website, but by the time you listen to this, it will probably be available everywhere. Yes, um, I know there have been blogs from SNS, etc. Um, about this shoe, so I would expect it to release on there as well. But this shoe, the Mac Attack... Um, is a shoe that a lot of people have kind of been lauding um, recently, especially with the OG colorway that released earlier this year and the silver linings pair um, that released about a month ago as well, um, which was also another social status collaboration. So this pair is part of kind of a four shoe pack, but kind of is paired up um, with this called the first and 15th. Um, this pair, the Mac attack was kind of John McEnroe's, kind of signature shoe that he wore in the 80s um and it's uh, it's just I, I describe it as a bit of a mid-cut shoe i think i think we're, we're, very apt we're for this episode very apt for this um, episode but yeah it's yeah, essentially yeah. white mesh cream ivory suede overlays 
pop of colour in pine green on the swoosh cuff and bottom part of the shoe. Um, the green accents are a satin material, which you can cut away, um, just like the first pair. Um, and if you cut away or let them wear away, um, you'll reveal a kind of orange, quite a bright orange um, material underneath. Shoe also comes with three pairs of laces, so the wearer can match the laces with whatever colour they decide to cut away, etc. Um, there's an ivory pair, pine green, and an orange pair of laces as well. Um, yeah, I I really like this pair. I think the green and the orange kind of hits on them are really nice. I'm a bit of a sucker for a cutaway, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I think I've seen the Mac Attack um, in person and the quality of them has been really good so far, just on the kind of the, the standard releases. So I'm expecting this kind of social currency to be kind of a level above. And yeah, it looks clean, nice, easy to wear. Um, yeah, kind of... Just nice, and that satin makes it just, yeah, look a little bit more premium, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think this is one people are going to kind of go a bit mad for because the Mac Attack has had some unexpected popularity, um, in my opinion. I wasn't expecting people to kind of jump on it as much. I know there's some big fans, um, Danny um, from the Sneak, Sneak Illuminati and Brad um, from Foot Patrol as well, you know, massive fans of this shoe. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. What do you think about this one, Forrest? I like it, man. I do. I do like it. Um, I just get, get really like six fifty vibes from it. Like mm. the silhouette is so similar to a New Balance six fifty or a five fifty, but like more six fifty because of the height of it. I just yeah, I like it. I do. I rate it. Cause I rate six fifties. I just don't see that there's a a massive place for it really. Um, I can't see it being as like as hyped as I think the the collaborations will be hyped and. If there's talk, there's talk of Travis Scott one, maybe yeah. I can't remember, but like, yeah, like then, yeah. Um, but on its own, like without the the collaborations, I think the Mac Attack is just another like it's a bit like an airship. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's a nice clean shoe, but it will sit around. You will be able to cop it relatively easy, and that's both good and bad. You know, it's yeah. good for everyone, but it's, it's, I th yeah, I think at the it's a clean shoe. I like it. I think at the moment this shoe has benefited in the UK from not really getting proper releases. And I think that's one of the reasons yeah, of people have kind of gone a bit kind of like sought after because it hasn't had proper mm. releases in the UK. So people are having to get them from overseas, etc. kind of like you had to do back in the day. So I think there is yeah, that man. little bit about them that people want them. But yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's an interesting one for me because I wasn't, I wasn't expecting people to kind of want them as much. And I do think if they got GR releases, they would be sitting. Um, but like say yeah. a collab, they're always going to sell out. Yeah, for sure. I like I like this. Um, I like the gum sole. Perfect. It's got sail midsole. Perfect. It looks like it comes with sail laces. Perfect. I like green yeah. and I like orange. <laughs> Perfect. Like it's not a high. Perfect. Like I yeah, really, yeah. really, I really, really like um, the the look of the Mac Attack at the minute. And this is from someone that uh, is edging closer and closer and closer to being accepting of Jordan ones. Um, and for me, as someone that one of the only people in the country that doesn't really like Jordans, but likes everything around that subject. Like for me, I said a few weeks back that I think the airship is better than the Jordan one as a model. Um, and for me, I would say that <laughs> this is a better for me personally, this, uh, this Mac attack is a better model than the Jordan one. Like for my style, I just don't get on with Jordan ones as a high, but for this, this is for me, like someone that wants to dip their toe, maybe into that side of sneakers. I could quite easily wear this because you're not wrong Forrest. It is kind of a slightly higher version of a 550. And 
I can kind of get away with that. So I really, really like this. And the colorway, Scott, you know I love orange and you know I love um, green. So this is perfect. Although the cutaway looks shit. So uh, <laughs> like a lot of shoes, the cutaway is a great idea, but it never looks as good as, as just keeping the shoe as it is. So uh, for me, if I, if I got this, I'd have to stick with the, gr- uh, the green satin. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd back that. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the double down for this week then. And this might be a little bit of a controversial one as it's got a little bit of hype around it. But my double down for this week is the New Balance times Amine 610, releasing on the 25th of August. Again, £130. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot going on with this shoe. I mean, the 610 is it's kind of an outdoorsy looking shoe but they've kind of brought it into the lifestyle it kind of fits the trend at the moment um but amino kind of american rapper from portland um his collaboration on the 610 yeah banana inspired um which sounds mad but he does have his own brand called club banana so that's kind of where the link comes um it's kind of bright wide yellow mesh and we're kind of almost, it looks almost like it's got a brown underlay underneath it with kind of brown, kind of, it says chocolate brown leather. It's patent leather. Um, so it's very, very shiny um, with kind of holographic details and kind of Amine's branding um, with his kind of club banana all over it. It's typical kind of absorb technology um, on the footbeds. It's the the thing I do like about it is the kind of the bubble logo that he's got with the floating bananas that kind of go around in it. That's quite a nice little touch. But other than this, this is a bright yellow and brown patent leather hiking shoe. It looks awful. Like I get what's going on behind it, but in my opinion, this is absolutely terrible. We spoke about patent leather the other day and how if it's done well. It can be all right, but when it's done badly, it looks bad. I think this falls into the latter. Um, I, I can see Forrest shaking his head. <laughs> just, oh man, I'm just looking at the pictures of it, and I just think it's it's probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I just think it's just the most. Uh, I I I I'm like rarely lost for words, but this is just shit. <laughs> it's just not nice. It's like, not good. If you buy this, you are literally just like, I like some controversial shoes. I get that facts, but this is nah. I mean, but nah. banana is a weird inspiration to take for designing a shoe, and the fact that you've gone, I'm not even going to take the yellow. I'm going to take like a banana that's getting old. Um, Dead banana. <laughs> yeah, like it's. He's <laughs> like. He's like found a banana under his radiator or something they forgot about, and it's just red and minging and like so red brown. It's just disgusting. He's picked it up and he's gone. I've got this. Yeah, I've got this. It's like no, like, no, stop. Yeah, I I like the the promotion they've done around it, like the billboards they've done, the kind of the little video footage and everything they've done. I think it's been really cool. It's been amazing, but. Yeah, the shoe itself, uh, yeah, not good. But Matt... I... Isn't there some other yellow New Balance coming out that's actually not as bad? There's the Jani that's coming out. Uh, yeah. That yeah. might have come out by the time this by the time this releases. But that, yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a decent looking shoe. That's that's a lot of yellow. Yeah, I was going to say, 
Yes, a lot of yellow, but I'd, I'd sit in that over the these. Like, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would agree. Go on, Matt. I know. I know you love Amine, and this this shoe really, really hurts my soul because <laughs> um, two two of my favourite artists are Action Bronson and Amine. Like I fucking love Amine. I had tickets to see Amine last year, and I couldn't go because it was two weeks after I snapped my leg and I wasn't allowed to go, so I had to cancel the tickets. I absolutely love the man as an artist. And uh, when we heard the rumours that this year we were getting the Action Bronson 990 and we were getting an Amine New Balance collaboration, I was ready to say New Balance win. Those two shoes will mean New Balance win 2023. And oh God, was I wrong. Um... Action Bronson came through, as I knew he would. But Amine, you fucked it, mate. Um, uh, you know when you just like an artist so much that it just it almost hurts when they've created something bad. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I'm, yeah. I'm not mad, Amine. I'm disappointed. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> with this show. Yeah, it, it's. I'm, I'm glad you agree because there was a bit of me that thought, nah, he's going to try and vouch for this show. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are some, some, we all have those people in our lives that you admire so much that you would probably like say anything they do is good. Unfortunately, I can't even justify this for Amino because, nah. yeah, it, the pattern leather, I don't like pattern leather on shoes normally. It's a hiking shoe, which I don't like that aesthetic. It, it, although it doesn't look like it has wide mesh, the banana effect on the upper makes it look like it's got wide mesh. It's basically everything I don't like in a shoe. The only thing I like about this shoe is that it's a collaboration with Amine, and I almost wish that it wasn't so that I could hate it more. It, um, it sounds weird, yeah. but, you know, you could do a banana shoe way better. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You never thought when we started this podcast nearly three years ago. You never thought that would be a sentence that you were going to say you and could post do a banana shoe. Yeah, way back. That you never I, thought you were going to say that honestly. and post it on the internet. No. I, to be honest, I never thought someone would use a banana as inspiration. Like it, it's oh. there we are. But hey. anyway, we'll move on hey. to the sleeper. Move pick. us on to the sleeper. Um, and this is interesting because, like I said earlier about Nike not really having anything to fit into the current trend of like silver white mesh runners. I think they might be trying to enter that market because the sleeper pick for this week is the V2K run in the Summit White and Metallic Silver colorway. Available again on the 25th, 8 o'clock release on sneakers, £109.95. I don't know why they don't keep rounding it up. But this shoe is essentially a kind of bulky runner, kind of Vomero-esque, but in a white and silver kind of colorway. Yeah, I mean, it takes inspiration from kind of retro runners and it does it, it does look almost like a bit of a futuristic take on it. But yeah, I, I think this shoe as a new model, um, I quite like it. I like a Vomero, so I think the upper as a Vomero-esque is there. I think it's for silver, it's just enough. It, it, it could be worse. Um, Choose your words wisely here, Scott, because I'm pretty sure we have an episode either last week or the week before where you said you didn't like silver running well, shoes. what we were talking about was silver mesh, whereas <laughs> the mesh on this is white with silver overlays, and that is where there's a balance. Not like these, like I say, whatever it is, the New Balance 8 
to whatever it is. That is like a proper silver mesh old school running shoe. This kind of falls more into the Vomero category in my opinion, it, with just kind of a bulkier heel. Um, I like it. The Vomero's got a lot of popularity at the moment and kind of bulky runners people seem to be jumping on again. So kind of doing both. I think I think this could do all right. And I'd, I'd be interested to see how this does in the market because I think from a new, a new shoe, which we've said over and over again that people don't give enough time to new models i think this could be one of the better ones nike has produced in recent years um i, I like it i like it but I'm, I'm intrigued i'm going to come to you first matt seeing as you kind of you're pulling very skeptical faces um i don't like a single thing about this shoe i don't like wide mesh shoes so that's a big no i don't like silver shoes that's a big no and it's got a, like i don't like the midsole either it looks like it's too techy like having this big rear on the shoe that is obviously designed mm -hmm. in some sort of running purpose but this obviously isn't a running shoe like it's trying to pretend to be something it's not um yeah i don't like this one bit but fits very nicely in with like you said scott the current trends yeah. uh with everyone liking this style of shoe so yeah this is not for me but i'm sure it's going to get lots of views on tiktok <laughs> yeah definitely is that the only feedback? No, no, no from me. Just, no from like, me. <laughs> I think that, like, yeah, I think the silver mesh run of things. I think that the P six thousands really overlooked. Mm. Um, yeah, with Nike, I think if you're gonna get one, I'd hit the P six thousand because it, it just fits the criteria better and it looks cleaner, in my personal opinion. Mm. Um, I don't feel that this has any place with, like, say, with the Vimeros and the P six thousand. I think that I'd go for one of them over this. Um. Other than that, I think if you're going to go for that style of shoe, then stop pissing about and go for Asics or New Balance anyway. So see, I would. Uh, you're never going to beat them yeah. if you want, and if you if you got the money or if you, you, you can get all the pair, then go for the ALD ones, the eight uh, two. What was it? Eight two set. I can't remember. The shit with the numbers, but the ALD recent ones, it was really really nice. Um, yeah, um, the, yeah, the pack that came in like the the green, the blue, yeah. and then there was the other colorway as well with the yeah. like bronze on it as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was an eighty-seven. I can't remember, it's, but it was an ALD yeah. and it was nice. And so, yeah, I just don't think that he's got a place really. I just think it's going to be one of those that ends up on Sports Direct. I I agree. I think it will end up hitting the sales because people don't give any time. There's to just new too many. There's just too many shoes these days. Even shoes yeah. that we wouldn't. We were talking about the airship earlier. You can get airships now for sixty quid. Yeah. Three yeah. years ago, three years ago, when they brought that pack out with the the reverse breads or, or the breads um, airships, like the band ships, people yeah. were losing their shit over that. Fast forward three or four years, and you can buy them for sixty quid. So I just think I there's really two, like there's the airship there's, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, really, like I said, better than the one in my eyes. Better than the one. Um, oh, that's. that's Oh, but, I'll, I like I'll, it. I'll, I'll stand on my hill on my own and I'll say it louder. <laughs> what, what I will say, what I do think this has got going for it, £110, if it's a good quality good shoe. Good price point, good price and point. And I know I would agree, Asics, New Balance, I would agree in terms of if you want this style, they're the brands to go to, 100%. But there are a lot of people that will not go to those brands because they don't have a swoosh on it. And if that's the case, this is cheaper than a Vomero. I will champion a Vomero all day long, but the Vomero has gone up in price quite a lot over the past couple of years. It used to be 90 quid, now it's like 140, 150. P the P6000 is different. Like, you're still looking around 100 quid for that, and I would agree. Like Weirdly, I, I'm not the biggest fan of a P6000, but yeah, I agree. I think you know 
this I'll be intrigued to see what happens. I think with the current trend, it might do all right. But as with any new Nike shoe, then I mean, even the good Nike shoes at the moment, the Air Max are all hitting the sales. So I imagine this probably will as well. Um, but yeah. talking of sales, Matt. Hey, well, we'll go over to the uh, steal of the week this week. And Scott, I feel like I read Forrest's mind uh, this week with the steal of the week because I have been on the fence with picking one of these shoes or this particular model as a steal of the week for weeks because this, I'm very mind I just said I don't do highs. This to me kind of goes against that and I've been really, really liking this model at the minute. I sent through a link to this to Forrest on Instagram to say, by the way, this is the steal of the week. And he instantly replied saying, I've just bought these. They're great. Perfect. Here we go. Um, the shoe that we're talking about is the New Balance 650 in this kind of grey, kind of creamy colourway. The actual code for it is the BB650RGG. As per usual, we're talking about a Hannon sale here because I feel like we have been for the last God knows however many weeks. Their sale is just undefeated at the minute. Um, this is. shoe is has gone from £155, Scott, to 60 like nearly a hundred pounds off, which is mad. Oh, silly. Um, UK seven all the way up to a UK 11 and a half. And if you're someone that likes a 650 and wants a shoe that you can wear with every single outfit, you should not be looking past this shoe because it is an absolutely beautiful shoe. Um, you guys listening to this won't be able to uh, see this, but Forrest is looking into his pair longingly, <laughs> appreciating every word that I'm saying. So I'm assuming, Forrest, you agree with this. You can endorse this as the steal of the week. Oh, mate, I wholeheartedly can endorse this. I think 650s are so underrated. They're so comfortable. There's so much support. Like, for like a, they're not really a high. They're more of a mid. They are more of a mid. I won't say that they're a high, but uh, they just and for the price, sixty quid, man, you can just trash them, like yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. But the the materials on them is ridiculous. Like the combination of like suede and nubuck and leather and like all different materials. Like you always get lace options. Like the colorways are really nice. They go from really neutral and really clean to like you can get like some bold like sort of nineties, eighties looking colorways. Like you know, um, I was really disappointed. I just want to throw this in on the six fifty topic. Recently, they remade. White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. Jack Carlo. Jack Carlo is on Actually, New Balance. Actually, really good film. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, really good film. Yeah. Jack Carlo is on New Balance, right? He's a New Balance, like, sort of ambassador. Athlete, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not an athlete. Is oh, it? yeah. He's signed. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he's, he's a signed guy, right? Yeah, and yeah. The whole yeah. way through, he wore a pair of 650s. Why didn't he get, like, a 650 for that film? That would have been so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. to yeah. be fair, a White Men Can't Jump 650, I'd be all Dude, over that. Yeah. Like Jack I didn't Carlo, even think like, that signature, like yeah, like that would have been so cool. Like I was watching the whole film, the whole film with him in like just some royal blue, just like the OG colorway six fifties. I thinking, dude, like why didn't they do like a signature shoe for this film? It would have been so sick. But yeah, six fifty, you can't go wrong. There. Wow, you can't go wrong. Scott, very quickly before we move on to our final segment, do you uh, do you do you also endorse this? Are we getting a, a, a triple up on the endorsement here, or are you going to have to argue against us? No. I, I agree. I agree. It's hard. Thank not you very to, much. It, it's a it's a great looking shoe. 
Uh, hey, there we go. We all agree. We all agree on something today. Uh, well, I tell you what, that brings us on nicely to our final segment of today. Forrest, you've almost made out alive, my friends. And we're starting, <laughs> we're, we're doing something new this week because, hey, long term listeners, you will know it's me and I love a new game. And we're doing a slight spin on a classic because we are calling this Scott versus our guest, the rotation game. Scott, don't worry, we're brainstorming the, the the name. The name can change, don't worry, but the, the game is definitely sticking. I just couldn't think of a smarter name. All my creative juices went Wait, out with the surname, game itself. Scott? What's your surname? My surname. My, I don't yeah. can I give that info, can I give that information? You can beep it. Yeah. Also Scott's on, light I, I, his light's light. completely gone out. Scott, have you not, you've not you've not put the <laughs> <a laughs> mate? Yeah. Dude, how spooky was that? Put... What's your name, Scott? The lights go off. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, Scott? <laughs> like your favourite scary movie, Scott. <laughs> Uh, this is only for us because the listeners have no idea that scott's just sat here on zoom frantically trying to turn his lights on uh there we go we have light anyways right while we're waiting for scott to kind of sort his shit out and put 50p in the meter um, i'm going to explain to the listeners how this segment is going to work and also kind of explain to you guys how this is going to work because again i thought of this just a few hours ago right scott don't put the scary red light on here don't mess with us. Um, <laughs> anyways, right. For those of you that are long-term listeners, you will know when we have guests on this show, we normally play a game called the Rotation Game where I would go through our guest's Instagram page. I would pick 10 shoes, put them in a series of 1v1 battles, and our guest would come up with a five-day rotation. We are taking that concept of a five-day rotation. However, we're putting a spin on it where what I'm going to do is I'm going to present our guest and Scott with a category they are going to go one by one to basically produce a draft for a five-day rotation so i'm going to give these guys a category forrest is going to go first pick a shoe then scott and we're going to go back and forth the only rule is if one person picks one of your shoes that you want to pick you cannot have it in your five-day rotation um are you both ready to play yes sir oh yeah there we go right the category this week is new balances from the past five years so with that i will pass over to forest what's the first shoe you're picking in your five-day rotation 2002 are rain clouds the og protection packs i'll let that one Come slide i know i know i know i said protection packs are a no-go uh rain clouds on. man the og <laughs> the best they're just the best you can't you can't deny that that is a big big shoe from the last five years i mean that really set the 2002 uh, up for for all of the success it's had so we've got forrest has got the uh the rain cloud 2002 r scott what is your rebuttal what's your first pair in your five-day rotation new balance 992 joe fresh goods no emotions or emotions oh so you're going all the way back to that very i'm going big you said five years i'm you want big boys five years i'm 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 picking big boys Okay, that is a bit of, a straight away. I mean, Boris set up a little bit there. It's, and it's went, one of my favourite <laughs> New Balance, oh. like potentially ever. Like that colorway is just amazing. Um, that is just it's just a hell of a shoe, and it is the thing that sparks everything now. Really, like that's the yeah. one that really brought it back. Fair play, right, Forrest? What are you going for? Uh, number two. I'm gonna go for nine ninety V three Jound Olives. 
Oh, that is as far beautiful. as nine nine uh, as far as nine nineties are concerned. Um, that's a beautiful shirt. I mean, there's so many nine nineties that have come out over the last however many years, um, but that is up there. So yeah, no, hundred percent, I agree with that one. Um, yeah. Scott, what's number two you for know you? What? I had a jound on my list as well, um, but I had the Montreal pair of the 990 V3s. Ooh, I so we're doing lo- jound versus jound in round that, two. I, I, like, I love the olive pair, don't get me wrong, um, but the yeah, that brown Montreal pair um, is, yeah, in my opinion, like they're kind of par on par. Um, yeah, I really love that shoe. It's nice. And we've said it week on week, brown and cream on a, on a runner, basically a cheap and it's code, a 990 it? v- exactly and it's, what... it's a 990v3 in my opinion and it's some... the best and somewhere runs. on the shoe it says somewhere on the shoe it says jound straight away there we go it's even more of a winner um <laughs> i can't tell you where on the shoe but somewhere on the shoe it says jound um right forest over to you number three i'm gonna go with a pair that i actually got rid of recently and i kind of regret getting rid of them but i didn't wear them as much as i wanted to so yeah anyway it's uh the bodega 1960s Ooh, um, the okay. Age of Discovery, I think they were called. Yeah, they were super sick. Um, yeah, the quality on them was unreal. Like the, the materials they used were just fire. And you got like fluffy laces with them, like towel laces. It's the kind of like the, the, the blue and brown pair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of like yeah. the Brixton. Is it Brixton one? Well, I can't remember the other one, but yeah, those definitely. <coughs> I am not the biggest it. fan of. The, I'm not the biggest fan of the 9060, but that is the one that I would say. Like, out of all of the 9060s, that yeah. which Head and Shoulders is my favourite, 100. Yeah, sure. um, right, Scott, number three for you. Um, I'm going with. I'm going to go with the Saleh Bembry. I'm going to go with the 2002R, and I'm going to go with the Water Be the Guides. What? Hang what? about. Yeah. Excuse me. What? You could pick any Salehi Bembry no. New Balance. You pick the blue I, one. Yeah, no, I'd back that. I'd really back that. I will quit I, this podcast see, if one of you right, doesn't take it back. I, I, <laughs> I, for a long time, obviously, the Peace Be the Journey, the orange pair was like, it was that, it's like a shoe that's just unattainable. But I've seen that shoe in on foot quite a lot recently. And I, you know what? Actually, I do prefer the Water Be the Guides. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I have my mate of mine had the water with the guides, and I've seen them like on his feet, and they're just they're so sick. Yeah, I back that for sure. <laughs> Matt's lost his shit. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're here now. We should probably finish the episode. Uh, the colorway looks like a, a a football boot. It doesn't look like a shoe. It looks like a football boot. So it I'm not. Like I'm, a football boot. It does look like a football boot. That's a mercurial. That's a Nike mercurial <laughs> colorway. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, Forest, right? We're, the, we're we're this far into the game, and I'm really proud of this game. So we might as well finish it, even though you two have disappointed me. What's number four? Uh, Ald six fifties. Pretty much Love any it. colorway you want. They're all clean. They're all cool. I kind of liked them all. Um, I'd probably pick a more neutral, like one of the white and like orangey colorways, so much just a bit more wearable daily but yeah, yeah. ald 650s for sure love it love it um scott number four for you um i'm gonna go with the new balance 993 joe fresh goods performance art in the pink colorway Ooh, 993 in the pink you've got a lovely little collection of us oh, that's double joe fresh goods though on the uh on the rotation you've got the 992 and the 993 am i, am I allowed two joe fresh goods i can change it if you you're want. allowed as many as you want you five. can have five joe fresh goods if you really want i'm just pointing i'm trying to make conversation <laughs> Fine, i won't forest over to you number five 
I'm also going to go a Joe Fresh Goods, but I'm going to go for the ones that I had also. Uh, the 2002R, the conversations among us. It wasn't Fantastic. people that know that it was a Joe Fresh Goods, but it was. Yeah. His, yeah, the conversations among us, uh, 2002Rs. The material was really cool. They had like ripstop material on them. Yeah. Also, really, really neutral colorway, wearable, rad, yeah. like nice details. But yeah. Scott has the five seven fours and absolutely loves them. So oh, yeah, God, yeah. That, that, everything everything you did with yeah. the conversations amongst the five fifty two thousand and two R five seven four. Yeah, he smashed it. Um, right, Scott. Last but not least, what's number five for you? I'm torn between two because I feel like I can go with a pair that neither of us have picked, but we really should. Or kind of one of my favourites because realistically, how neither of us have just picked a standard like version grey of any shoe okay. I don't know like just the standard grey New Balance is top like a V6 990 or something like, like yeah like a yeah like a 990 V3 V4 whatever it might be but there's a pair that I'm I really regret never going for and I think it's beautiful and I'm, I'm gonna go with it and it's a real curveball but New Balance 574 apartment collaboration mustard dip. You're making shoes up now. Google them. Um, right, anyways, 574 apartments. Mustard dip. Mustard dip. Mustard dip. Wow. I'm on that bombshell. I mean, I. I can't, okay, yeah, I do, I do, yeah, I do remember that shoe. Yep, Scott's holding up a picture. I do remember that the, shoe. The, la- the last sale it. on StockX. Okay. Was £1,631. Holy shit. <laughs> for a 574? For a 574. You do realise the 576 exists and it's a better shoe. But, Honestly, hey, like, yeah. Um, it, it's the it's one five seven four that I've... I remember when it dropped and I was there like, oh, no, nah, it's 574, it'd be fine. Yeah. And it flew. And uh, ever since wow. then, it's just... It, it would fit really nicely with, like, the kind of the colour palettes that are going on now as well. But, yeah, absolutely wow. mad shoe. Well, just to quickly run back through both of your five-day rotations, Forrest, you have got the New Balance 2002R Protection Pack in the Rain Clouds colorway. You have got the Jound 990V3 in the Olive colorway. You have the Bodega times New Balance 9060, any of the ALD 650s, and the Conversations among uh, uh, amongst us, uh, New Balance 2002R, the Joe Fresh Goods. Overall, solid, mm. incredibly comfy. Um five-day rotation with a little bit of wearability with that 650 nice little wipe down lever yeah. can't go wrong there mate can't go wrong there scott you have the joe fresh goods times 992 the jound 990 v3 montreal the brown colorway the salehi Bembry 2002 r nike mercurial the <laughs> joe fresh goods 993 in the pink colorway and some mustard 574s um <laughs> <laughs> man that's a bio come on wow. Don't do it like that. Wow. <laughs> no the apartment times new balance 574 mustard dip there we go 574 colmans <laughs> oh yes <laughs> oh dear overall two very very good five-day <laughs> rotations guys i think overall you've absolutely smashed it you definitely um have met the assignment so thank you very much and and with that that does bring us to the end of the episode. So, uh, Forrest, I would like to say thank you so much for joining us on the Double Up podcast. You now have actually officially survived it. Um, and, yeah, just really, really appreciate uh, you taking the time to, to chat with us today. 
You're welcome, man. Anytime. There we Love go. Meet you both. Oh, as always. There we go. Thank you very much. Just before we do shoot, I will say to our listeners that uh, the episode coming out after this will be releasing a little bit late. So we will not be having an episode release on Monday, the 28th of August. Reason being is Scott is bringing his lovely self down to London to visit for that weekend. And we're going to record an episode in person for the very first time. And therefore, because we won't have the opportunity to edit, it will be dropping a little bit later on that week so just wanted to give everyone a heads up uh but with that i'd like to say thank you very much for listening to the doubled up podcast remember if you like this episode leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family make sure you follow at doubled up podcast on instagram and just hashtag doubled up pod to be featured on the instagram page you can find me matt at matt underscore sibley underscore on instagram scott tell the listeners where they can find you you can find me at underscore sneaker teacher and forrest tell the listeners where they can find you at foz is dead and of course, remember to follow the Crep Collective as well. Oh, shit, Don't yeah. worry, but mate. That's <laughs> the only reason I'm here. Like, that's your it's job, fine. Though, man. Come on, you're supposed to be bigging us up. I'm just I, here to just. That's, that's why I didn't forget make it. Up the numbers. <laughs> you're allowed to forget it. I didn't forget it. It's fine. Uh, speak to you next time, guys. Goodbye. And as always, peace, Manusa. Later, guys. See you later.